Tadaidon, Alpha's Beck in pod form, Katya Zenana, Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers, James Sheaves. Oh yeah, I'm wearing a severe black dress right now. Fantos. Pretty tender. And me, Byron Hussey. Okay. Now comes the part where the rest of it is going to happen. Hey everybody, welcome to Alpha's Back in Pod Form, episode 25, La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. My name is Byron Hussey, and today I'm joined by Katya Zenina. Hello. Do you like that snap? That's you. <laughs> Great, thanks. Firm, hard snap. Ooh, that was a bad one. Okay. I'm also joined by uh, Thantos. Howdy, everybody. Thanks for being on time. Actually, thanks to Katya and Thantos for being on time. And now we come You're to welcome. our third panelist, James Sheaves. <laughs> hey there hey Welcome. uh james wasn't on time so mm, sorry not included in the thanks and also gumba master was invited but he's not attending um for reasons unknown i think um maybe he, he might uh not be comfortable with cockroaches because you know who could blame him really I blame dementia. Hmm. It's advanced. <laughs> advanced. Um. So, just before we before we launch in, I should give a quick plug to the Viropod Patreon, on which I have posted the first of potentially several. Patron specific mm-hmm. podcasts. Patron casts, if you will. Um the in the in the first one I read some Alf fan fiction. So that sounds pretty good, right? It was worth oh, yeah. Do you guys like it? It's great. I didn't listen to it. What? What will you at some point? Of course. It's only like fifteen minutes. Um, haven't I haven't I earned a, a a perk for donating? Don't you have to read my name on a podcast? Yeah, I forgot about the perks. I actually um, <laughs> did already say your name though. Oh, okay. Did you read it though? No, actually, I'll go ahead and read all of the patrons' names. Um, all right, good. Let's see. Who do we have? Uh. How do I see the list of patrons? Really, I don't know. Really difficult to navigate. Um, well, I know for a fact that James Sheaves is one, so I'm going to read that. Aye. And I also have um, Phantos is another one. Yep. Reading that. And Emily Kidney. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Em. Go, Emily. She's cooler than Katya, who isn't a patron. 
Yeah. Emily won. The exchange yes. rates, that just wouldn't work. Now, Katya, I should I should say that you could contribute as low as one dollar per month and still get the same level of access <laughs> to this uh, premium level content. Um, All right. Now you shouldn't feel like you have to stop yourself at the one <laughs> the one dollar level. You could go, you know, sky's the limit. Is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want you to hurt yourself financially, but you. Sh I mean, you know. <laughs> all right. So. I mean, um, uh, fan fiction sounds like a pretty good reward. Well, for also. My money. I will say that um, these patron casts won't just be fan fiction. There will be other things. I don't know what yet, but presumably they will be really good. I think I can probably post them on the Pirate Bay or something. I wouldn't mind if you leaked leaked it somehow. Just so like <laughs> you know, people know the quality they're missing out on. Yeah. Leaks and high um, quality flax. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of the patron stuff. Um, <laughs> this is uh, 25th of, uh, 20 per... 25th episode of Elf called La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah. It aired. That's pretty fucked, huh? Yeah, it was twisted. It was a good episode. I liked it a lot. Probably the strongest so far. Would you guys agree? Hey, sure. <laughs> if my strongest, me. we're saying like most Cronenbergian. I will bet. What else could that mean? Strongest. Um, the episode aired on May 4th, 1987. And this episode was written by the famous Jerry Stahl. Uh -huh. Katya, would you like to give the audience some background on Jerry Stahl? Um, I could, I guess, give some uh, information. Um, this guy, he uh, used to write and still writes um, for lots of TV shows. And at the time, he was uh, a heroin addict, like full-blown addict. And um, he wrote a book later about his heroin addiction, which is a great book uh, called uh, Permanent Midnight, which was later turned into a film. Starring the great uh, Ben Stiller, also, <laughs> um, who was also in Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. <laughs> he played Starsky, huh. I believe. Or was it Hutch? I think it was Starsky. Do you know which is which? Because I don't. What's well, a good Jewish name? Starsky. <laughs> it's a good is rabbit it? name, Hutch. Hutch, yeah. Yeah, so um, he's a pretty good writer, and his book is great, but while working on ALF, I wouldn't say that that was his best years. Right. Um, <laughs> so... Um, but even so, this episode is pretty cool to watch. 
compared to the regular ones. And we also have a, a short uh, bit of his book that I guess we could read out that kind of um, describes his uh, relationship with Alf and drugs. It's a good mm-hmm. idea. It's sort of like um, in class when somebody, when the teacher gets the uh, students to take turns reading the uh, the homework. I don't know if they do that <laughs> in Russia or Australia. Um, yeah, but I think somebody like maybe you, Byron, should just uh, read out that little bit. It's not that long. Okay. Um, should I try to do it in Ben Stiller's voice? <laughs> sure. Jeez, I don't know how to do Ben Stiller's voice. The temptation to be clever. No, that's. I think that's Alf's voice, actually. I'll just read it. The temptation to be clever, to make it all wildly amusing. I published... No, sorry. The temptation is to be clever. I missed the first sentence. Got that wrong. To make it could all you, wildly uh, amusing. Could you read it as, as Derek Zoolander? Oh, God. Okay. I published a sewer. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. You really set me up for failure there. Can you do a Zoolander? Um, uh, probably only if it was saying Zoolander-esque uh, things. So probably not. <laughs> well, just let me just read through this. Okay. Yep. I published a story once at 30 Days Off the Spike. That's slang for a uh, heroin needle, I guess. About doing dope in the studio where they shot Alf. Banging so much shit in the soundstage toilet... I heard the furry little puppet hissing my name and scratching at the door. I imagined in my narco dementia that this three foot furry TV star, no more than a puppet with attitude, could see you right through the bathroom walls. Alpha was out there eyeballing all the blood I'd splattered all over the mirror on my fingers into tiny scarlet puddles at my feet. He did not approve. Now, I will interject here that I've actually seen the movie Permanent Midnight. And they didn't, um, they couldn't use um, the name Alf. <laughs> so they turned him into like a, um, like a British alien. I think his name was like Mr. Pickles or something like that. Mr. Wow. Chompers. Mr. Chompers, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I got Pickles. Um... <laughs> Should I keep reading? Is this enough? Uh, I I guess I think this is enough, but yeah, this is just um, I guess explains uh, this episode a bit as well. It's a kind of fear uh, lurking around every corner of this scary episode. Well, it's quite literally Kafka-esque. Yeah. So So what happens in the episode? Well, I'll tell you, but first I wanted to tell you about um, La Cucaracha, which is a traditional Spanish language folk song. Um, very popular in Mexico, especially during <laughs> the Mexican Revolution. Do you guys know the lyrics to La Cucaracha? Oh, of course. <laughs> I will read the English translation. 
All right. It's the cockroach, the cockroach can no longer walk because he doesn't have, because he lacks a hind leg. That's a shame for him. Mm -hmm. So that's the Lukugaracha. That's the that's the whole song. That well, that's the like. That's it. That's like what's wow. Like I would sing it and put it all together, but I think we have to move on. Sure. It's just a very dark song. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Dark song. This episode. Dark song, dark episode, dark chapter in the author's life. Mm-hmm. So, um, should we get into the episode? You guys ready for this? Yep. Mm-hmm. First scene. Tanners are just finishing breakfast. And Alf is, is going to have dessert, which turns out to be a slime ball. Did you guys uh, think this looked appetizing? It looked like 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 a plastic bowl that they just put like some some like fake plants on or something. Well, it looked hmm. like seaweed or something. I expect it wasn't genuinely a Melmacian slime ball. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's that's <laughs> a cop out that just makes me you know wish this show just really pulled out all the I stops. Think there was some some movie magic being. Uh, utilized here some special mm-hmm. effects they really did go out uh, all out on the special effects in this episode between the cockroach and the slime balls i love all the props and elf i think they're amazing and the wardrobe i i thought this would, um maybe i'm misremembering but this seemed to be the first sort of instance of like a glimpse of anything alien besides the titular creature yeah, I believe so. Because he's not always like, uh, you know, fiddling with gadgets and things like you might expect an alien to. Yeah, I mean, there was that episode where they actually went to Melmac in a flashback. That sort of counts, maybe? I don't know. Hmm. Elf says that he usually buys wild cherry flavored flavored slime balls but this they didn't have it so he bought slug nice i, I would try it you would try the slug flavor no the slime ball would you try the slug yeah. flavored slime ball yeah even though it has a slug in the center i know someone who ate a slug Oof. um in in real life it... what happened um, well, uh, we were having some homegrown lettuce, you see, uh, yeah. on, on like some wraps and, yeah. and it turned out that, uh, one of the pieces of lettuce was not thoroughly washed enough and it had, um, uh, a small creature still residing within it. So was it a full size slug? I think it was just a little slug. Okay. I think I think it, there was a bit of chewing action happened, and there was a bit of uh, I don't know if it was ingested. Yeah, I would have uh, 
I would have immediately killed myself if that happened. I don't I, 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 I care think, for I think that's what she did. Oh no, I'm so, I'm very no. sorry. I'm very sorry. It's, um, spoiler alert, it's Caitlyn, who oh, has geez. previously appeared. But she's yep. she's still alive. I think so, yes. Okay, good. So, the slug took her place, it's fine. <laughs> I thought she looked a little different. Is it a brain slug? Like a full body slug. <laughs> There's lots of different kinds of slugs to choose from. Banana? Is it a banana slug? It might be a banana slug. Those are pretty big, I think. Uh, so Lynn finds a roach in the bag. You. And then we go to credits, and we go, we pick up right off where to, where, burr, right off where we where we pick up where we left off. Should I cut that out? Yes. Let's cut the whole thing out. <laughs> Um, As always. Okay. Uh, I I kind of uh, yearn for a a different style of writing that's not the style of writing that is utilized in the television program Elf when I'm watching that program. Can you give um, an example? Yes. Uh, I when we when I, like I watch the opening vignettes, I kind of think that it's sort of. Uh, going with the Simpsons formula of oh this will be something weird and wacky that will lead into the main topic of the episode but will not be related except right. through some tangential element but that's not really how Alpha episodes tend to work I find no but I think that that was um, sort of an innovation of the Simpsons wasn't it I mean yes you're, you're really demanding Alf be way ahead, ahead of, of its time, time. Yeah. Although I I think the Simpsons were already doing the uh Tracy, Tracy Ullman shorts by this point. Yeah. But at weren't... that point they would have been short form so they would have been and one sketch at a time. Pretty pretty crap, let's face it. Frosty <laughs> <laughs> chocolate milkshakes. Yeah. Um so the the roach has blue eyes. Hence the Melmachian expression, her eyes were as blue as a cockroach. Mm -hmm. Cockroaches. Beautiful, famous expression. Mm. Um, so does that mean that that episode about making brown eyes blue Ooh. is somehow related to this cockroach mm. or turning it into a roach? Interesting. Which episode was that again? That was also written uh, by Jerry uh, Stahl. Oh. Wow. I thought this was the first one. Uh, it's the second of three in total. He didn't do much. Um, or maybe not oh. everything was accepted. Face what happened in that episode? Um, wasn't it the one about a boyfriend? Hmm. Well, Lynn Maybe. got Lash? a boyfriend. Was it Lash? No, a different one who wanted to store his uh, equipment in their garage. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right, anyway. Um, so that explains that, I guess. Um, so Kate wants to kill the cockroach, 
but Willie wants to preserve it as a unique specimen. Um, what would you guys have done? Would you have killed it or preserved it? Well, see, I, I would have wanted to do the th- like the thing that's best, like ecologically speaking. Um, mm-hmm. I tend not to like to kill things, but if it's like an introduced species, which this clearly is, and furthermore, it's from a different planet. Um, if I couldn't like contain it somehow, then I would, yeah, I would have to kill it. Okay. But there's only one. But I guess it could have eggs, right? It could have all sorts of pathogens on board it. Mm-hmm. And okay. it could fuck up the ecosystem in all manner of ways. Like, come right. on. So we, we kill the roach. That's the decision. Is, do we uh-huh. do the same with Alf? Yes. <laughs> Stomp on yeah. him. <laughs> on site. Spray him. He's an invasive species. you got to kill him right away. Uh-huh. I, 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 when I was watching this, I kind of thought that uh, this reaction to this roach... Was like a, a normal, I guess, reaction from our civilization to alien life, realistically, unless it's a much stronger species, yeah. I guess. We'll, we'll just just smash it, yeah. yeah. Fantos, did you have a, uh, an opinion on what, what the fate of the Rose should have been? I think I'd save it, definitely. And I, okay. I think Kate was just mad. Because, like, moments earlier, Alf had just pointed out that her housekeeping may be in question. Yeah. So she so was maybe taking she... it out on the roach. Yeah, exactly. Wow, it was really petty. <laughs> Monstrosity I and think... evil. Yeah, definitely. So Kate is also wearing some very high pants. <laughs> They're up to, like, probably past her navel. Now, this look would have been very dated until very recently. When they came back. When they came back. Well, it was like a couple of years ago, right? High pants. Yeah. So now I it looks normal. Going out again. They're probably on the way out again, right? Please. <laughs> I, I despise that look. I don't know why it came back. I don't know what people were thinking. Well, right right now, the um, the the look is into like early to mid nineties, like, um, like flannels and chokers and, and, um, like probably, yeah. Like, so we've moved past the, um, the eighties nostalgia and we're, we're, we're in the thick of, of nineties. I feel like we're still having some, some eighties revival. Cause you consider like what, uh, like, is getting an entertainment right now. You got like Stranger Things and Star Wars is back. Like it's all. No, I I I think that the the eighties nostalgia is still here. I just think in terms of fashion, the focus. Mm-hmm. Is There's different. also lots of like seventies stuff now, in terms of colors. Well, I w- I would actually yeah, argue no, that the nineties had some elements that were throwbacks of the seventies. Because in the 90s, everybody was sick of the 80s. <laughs> but wasn't the early 2000s a throwback to the 70s? When, like, peasant blouses came back in? Maybe. Are we now and stuck that, in this loop, start, loop starting at se- in the 70s and, like, the yes. 2000s? Well, what about the 60s? 
I feel like there was some 60s influence there was some on the 90s, 60s revival, as well. like in the late 2000s, like um, late 2000s. Daniel Craig's suits and uh, Mad Men and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good, good call. Do we need uh, a separate fashion uh, podcast? Yes. I feel like we're so so good at this. I think of no more qualified people. It's so goddamn confusing, though. Well, it's it's um, it's all a bit subjective, isn't it? Yeah, okay. it is. So let's uh, let's power through. Um, Kate disobeys a direct order from the captain of the household, Willie, and sprays the roach with poison. <laughs> Do you guys have any objection to my um, my my sort of problematic gender politics there? Did you call a roach by a pronoun? No. <laughs> oh, what was the problematic fine. part? <laughs> I implied that Willie was the um, the captain of the household, and oh. that Kate was inherently subordinate. And well, doesn't he wear a captain's hat sometimes? Probably in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Deleted scenes. <laughs> um, uh, Lynn was also uh, wearing a cool outfit. She had some acid wash jeans and some kind of like varsity shirt. Do you guys like that? Uh, I didn't notice. I noticed <laughs> Willie's outfit. Always noticing the Willies. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Gives me the Willies. Uh, so what so was Willie wearing? He was wearing that green shirt that I noticed before from the garage sale episode. Ah. It's yes. back again. It's a realistic element of the show that they wear the same clothes sometimes. Like, mm. not everybody has 365 outfits like they seem to have in other TV shows. Mm-hmm. Although he is wearing it um, in a different ensemble this time. To mix it up. Yeah, and I think it might have gotten a bit dirty um, uh, after the roach. Well, I won't skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> after the roach tried to have his way with him. Yes. So the roach escapes and no, and grows to be a foot long. Eat. That's from half a can of spray. That's half a can, yeah. So are we doing the math on the amount of spray and the amount of growth? Is that a thing? It's, it's pretty it's, exponential. I mean, yeah. So what is the volume of spray in a single can? Well, it's compressed, isn't it? But then I guess it can't be compressed that much. Should we just say like um, it's like 500 mils or something? Mils. That's so it's 350 mils. So the roach starts at what is the average size of a cockroach? Like maybe 20 milliliters. So is that too much or like milli millimeters? Milliliters. <laughs> Why are you volume? <laughs> volume. Yeah, because we were talking volume with the with the can before. It's fair. So, well, all Maybe we, have, we need weight. We don't have the volume of the cockroach. We have the um, the length. Length. Maybe mm -hmm. like an inch maximum. So it's an inch. It's like an inch from to an 
to a foot. So it goes from um, tw 12 times growth from nice. 150 milliliters of spray. Okay, somebody write that down. Okay. I don't, I don't think you really wrote it, did you? Writing. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> pretending to type? Um, That's the cockroach. That's not James. Look, I, yeah, I, I have no excuse. There's, so, a, there's a cockroach here forcing me at gunpoint. I think we get a good line from Kate. We don't need an exterminator. We need Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Good. Because that's, yeah, that's that's the rules that we're dealing with, isn't it? Xenomorph rules. Mm hmm. That would be a cool twist if the cockroach started, like, laying eggs in their chests. That'd be a great twist. Brian and, well, I should say, once they realize the, the cockroach is growing, um, actually, here, here's how this goes down. Um, Willie empties an entire can onto the roach and claims to have killed it. Um, and Kate is very skeptical, and it turns out the cockroach is still alive. So Kate takes the uh, kids to stay with uh, Dorothy, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I guess Dorothy? what we can see from this is that Kate is a much better, uh, I guess, much better at practical solutions and just making decisions when it mm -hmm. comes to critical situations like this, and like Willie. Uh, Mitt Romney's dog got diarrhea on the roof of the car. <laughs> what happened? How that happened? Uh, yeah. Did they just leave for their grandmother? He, he hosed the dog down and hosed the car down. And I think he later gave the dog to their, their aunt or their grandmother or something. I don't oh. recall the diarrhea component of this controversy. Yeah, that was what indicated that the dog was in distress, I think. Right. Like, he didn't want to be on the roof of the yeah. car. <laughs> well, then why does he keep saying, roof, roof? Good question. That's Good question. It's a pretty joke. <laughs> um, so here's an interesting tidbit. Um, Brian names the cockroach Rodney, which ostensibly is the name of Willie's brother. <laughs> However, Willie's brother actually visits in a later episode, and his name is Neil. Does anybody think they can explain that one? He has several brothers. Aha! But, in yet another episode, Willie makes it clear that his father only had two sons. Therefore, he can't have two different half brothers. Ah, uh, okay. He's poked a hole Adopted in the. Adopted brothers. IMDb. Step brothers. They so the Rodney is his mother's son. Do you think we should uh, email father. Paul Fosco? Yeah. I'm sure there's. I mean, there's he a would know. Explanation for all of this. 
Is it possible that Do- uh, Rodney died in Vietnam and they just don't want to talk about him? But yeah, oh, that, that could be it. Okay. <laughs> His uh, Willie looked really sad yeah. about this whole incident. It's because it, it, Rodney... it seemed like his brother is not alive anymore, or something, or like he didn't make it out of, the, out of the the name. Hmm. So Alf is the one that eventually extrapolates that the spray is causing the roach to grow. Mm-hmm. So they hire an exterminator. The exterminator is played by Doug Warrett, who also played Kazago, the Ferengi first officer in the eighth episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, The Battle. Was he good nice. in that episode? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was fine. Sorry. Um, Maybe he's listening. He was first officer on the Ferengi Decora class Marauder. By, c- commanded by uh, Diamond Bach. 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 No honor. So this is uh, this guy. This is the second podcast I've done about a TV show with uh, Douglas Warrett in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's where my life is right now. <laughs> um. So there's a hu- the humorous exchange with the um, exterminator where Willie doesn't want him to use the spray, so he gives him a phone book, and then he flees in terror. Was and Willie could not even explain that it's a huge roach. He didn't... Specify that to the guy. He just well, said, "Don't use your spray." He seemed to he know just, yeah. the guy wasn't going to respond well because he. Well, the guy the already thought that he was a lunatic. So I think he know. just thought he was a, a pansy. <laughs> like, a, oh, I'll kill the ro- the one roach for you. Pansy ass. He called him a pansy ass. <laughs> um, Alf launches into oh no no uh, now Alf and Willie are hiding in the garage and Alf launches into an anecdote about something called Jaffe's do you guys remember the from Jaffe's Detroit? yeah from Detroit Melmac They're blood, blood-sucking blood maggots that take the shape of their host. That's nice. So maybe that wasn't a slug on the lettuce. It might have been a jacket. Oh, yeah. See how it all connects right. to real life. So the current Caitlin is a actually a Jaffe. <laughs> She'll be surprised to learn that, I think. I don't think she will be, because she already knows, because she's the Jaffe. 
Is that how it works? Yeah, they take the place. Okay. It's still the, the body snatches. Know that they're body snatches. I think that they. Depends on the cannon. Yeah, I don't know what. Probably, they, uh... in, probably in all the, all the iterations. Yeah, I don't yes. know what the, what the, the science behind that, that fiction is. Science of body snatches. Yeah. I don't know what a Jaffe is. Is this a pop culture reference? I think it might be a reference to Mad Magazine writer Al Jaffe. Uh-huh. I'll just quickly Google him. He's still alive. Wow. He was born in uh, 1921. He's now 95 years old. But um, his name's Al... Alan Abraham Al Jaffe, American cartoonist. Um, oh, he did the fold-ins. He did the uh, the drawings for the um, for the fold-ins. Do you guys remember this? Uh, the ones where it was like Nixon and you fold it and it became something else or something. Yeah, those are cool. I remember those. They're red. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, um, I'm remembering one. Was it from Mad Magazine or was this slightly too risque where it was the Virgin Mary, but it, when you folded it up, it was a big sweaty dick? <laughs> I think that was Mad. Um, right. Virgin Mary fold in sweaty dick. Just Googling that. Nothing's coming up. Although this did turn up with a uh, an interview with Lorena Bobbitt for some reason. Oh, that's interesting. She knows a little bit about penises, I think. Yeah. It's an interview f with her from 2014. Wow, she's still around, huh? 21 years after she sliced her husband's penis off. <sighs> she has a partner and daughter. That's nice, I guess. I mean, I feel like didn't she have some good reason for the attack? Uh, yeah, she well, was we don't want to blame the victim now, do we? No, she was she was found not guilty because John Wayne Bobbitt abused her. Is this funny? This is a funny conversation. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Um, so. Trevor comes Can into I, the garage. Yes. I just wanted to say they have a computer in the garage, and I just asked last episode if they own a computer. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. Instant um, gratification. They they have used that computer in past episodes, though, Phantos. Oh, okay. I would have. I, I just wasn't sure where in the house it was. You would have. I think. Uh, didn't Alf use it for editing the video for Lynn? Can you edit when he a made video a music on a computer? No. He added some effects. There were crazy computer effects there. I don't wow. even think they used computers for those effects in the eighties though. I feel like they used like video technology. Yeah, I think I, I feel like that was what was being shown or something. Was okay. it like Maybe Star I'm making it up. Star <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe um, I'm making this up. The video in question. I think that no, that think was right. uh, the episode by Jerry Stahl. That's the brown eyes blue episode. Right. The music where, video. Um, where Alf um, falls in love with Lynn. Yeah. It's a hot episode. Tries to her. So Trevor comes into the garage because he found the exterminator spray can that he left behind. Um, he gives some kind of disturbing anecdotes about the Korean War and then uh -huh. tells... I don't remember this part of the episode. I think I must have fallen asleep during that part. Um, well, now I'm telling you about it. Thanks. He was in Korea. They were stepping on a lot of cockroaches. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I sprayed the rest of this can around your house. And Willie flips out. And at some point in this, in this exchange, they decide that they need to get some boric acid to kill the cockroaches. Right. Uh -huh. Though Alf doesn't, Alf doesn't believe it will help. Well, he said that they tried that on the Jaffes, and that <laughs> Detroit on Melmac is now known as Jaffe Town. <laughs> <laughs> this is seeming like a a, a triple situation. Do you think yeah. that might be the analogy? Uh, well, there there's still only one cockroach. And but as we it know, turns into oh yeah, right, right, gotcha, gotcha. I suppose. The trouble with Jaffies. So uh, Willie decides to. Okay, so 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 Trevor sprayed all around the house, which I guess is a problem. I don't know if like the the roach really grew anymore. Like, wasn't he already kind of like full size? He was a big boy. What? Maybe he just got stronger. Angrier. More intelligent. Mm. More capable of, of uh, uh, detecting his own mortality. <laughs> and experiencing be... angst at the thought of his own demise. That would be very useful. For a yep. cockroach. So, uh, Willie decides to go get some boric acid at the drugstore. Boric acid, is that um, like drain cleaner? I'm not sure. Can I you get that like at the drugstore? Like heavy duty, like insect killer. Oh yeah, it says, I just Googled it and um, mm -hmm. there's a bottle of Harris boric acid with lure roach killer. Nice. So, cool. But I mean, what makes them think that that wouldn't also make the roach grow? Like, what's in the spray? If they're starting to get like into the nitty gritty with chemicals, like, what is the chemical in the spray that's making the roach grow? And what makes them think the boring acid? Boring acid. Is this part of the podcast boring? Is that why I said boring acid? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I, I don't know if um, Alf is the hardest of science fiction. This is par partially hard. Because I mean, we have some legit uh. science fiction here. But it only goes so Big far. Insects. So do you think it was actually just steroids in the spray? Mistaken for... <laughs> Hmm, that could be. Oh, insecticide. Well, they never even. <laughs> yeah. They didn't identify the spray. They just called it spray. And like Alf was like, we didn't have spray on Melmac, but what is spray? Um, it's the, it's the mechanism of distributing, you know, liquid in a. Mm -hmm. What's what's like... the gas? What's the gas that's used in those compressed? I'm trying yeah, to find out. I I maybe that's the reason. Bug spray. I just googled it. Yeah, I think it might be an organophosphate, maybe. So it's kind of like an, a, an insect nerve gas. Okay. So the nerve gas makes it grow. Boring, boric acid probably, make, probably kills it. Okay. I'll give him a pass. Nice. Uh, so, Willie abandons Alf to be killed by the roach. Why can't Willie just put Alf in the back seat of the car? He, like, really wants to go. And it's like the reason he leaves Alf behind is to protect him, but he also is risking Alf's life by leaving him behind. So couldn't he just, like, say, okay, hide under a sheet, He really wants Alf dead, but <laughs> he doesn't him. want to be blamed for his death. Right. Okay. By his family. That's it. I'm just. At the very website. least, he could have hidden in the garage, you know. Yeah. If I was Willie, if I was Willie, I would set up like cameras around the house and just watch the like the alien battle. Sell <laughs> <laughs> it. Nice. Like, a, like an alien gladiatorial combat. Basically, yeah. I feel like if somebody made like a present day Alf, like um, with like Rick and Morty sensibilities, you could have uh -huh. episodes like that. Uh -huh. This is low hanging fruit. For anybody who wants to actually <laughs> do this idea, it's a free one. It's a freebie. I haven't seen any of the Rick and Morty, so I don't know. Maybe they do. Um, I mean, Alf is sort of lampooned in American Dad because they have an alien that lives with them. Right. But oh, that show okay. isn't very good. Yeah, I recall enjoying it when I was a bit younger. Less critical, perhaps. It's, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like a Seth MacFarlane thing, so it's like occasionally funny, but a little rent. But uh, anyway, let's proceed with the episode. Um, <laughs> so Alf wants a, a hug from Willie before Willie leaves him to die. Uh, did you guys like this moment? It was touching. Yeah, pretty tender. Beautiful. 
They share a hug before he leaves, so. I kind of thought that, like, Alf was hatching a plan here, like he was going to steal Willie's car keys or something. <laughs> but then it turned out to just be a hug. So that was cool. I wonder why Alf cannot just leave by himself. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, okay, Willie's scared of him being seen. Alf, mm -hmm. not so much. Doesn't seem to care much. Yeah. Maybe he secretly Maybe now, cares more about what Willie thinks than he lets on. Maybe now that the uh, house is sprayed on the perimeter, he will also like either die or turn into a monster. Mm. Maybe that works on uh, his uh, species as well. Biology, yeah. That would be pretty cool. I mean, I guess it's like theoretically possible in that like arsenic is poisonous to like most things, most living things on Earth. Maybe, uh, you know, organophosphates or whatever are, are like growth agents or, or mutagens for, for Melmachian uh, fauna. Yeah. Maybe um, do you guys want to collaborate on a, like a fan fiction was a deeper dive into some oh, of these absolutely. from this episode. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, all right. Who wants to Let's write the uh, outline? I want to write the love scene between Alf and uh, Willie. <laughs> I thought it was Willie and Cockroach. Oh, that too. Oh, it could be both. could be both. I think there are as many love scenes as there are combinations of characters. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do that arithmetic. And get to, get to How work. How many characters are there? I mean, there, there might I be guess... some that might lead to some problematic scenes between, <laughs> um, like Brian, but <laughs> siblings and parents. We'll figure that out when we get to it. We can handle it tastefully. Um, yeah, absolutely. Alf requests donuts, which I forgot to mention earlier in the episode. Oh, actually. I just realized I forgot a f to mention a fun joke from earlier in the episode uh -huh. um, where Alf asks Willie why he doesn't, like, use his suggestion against the cockroach. And Willie's like, I don't – I told you I don't have a harpoon. <laughs> Is it funny? I feel like I didn't do it justice, but I thought it was a funny line. I feel like I maybe an idea. It, it would work. I think. <laughs> I, I I'm surprised they didn't come out like they needed like a a sharp instrument or maybe a gun. What a gun! Yeah, I don't know, does that work on a cockroach that big? Probably. Just What's slow him down. Weaver would have done. Who would have done that? Sigourney uh, Weaver. Yeah, right. She would have. She would have used like a machine Uzi. <laughs> so um, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff earlier about like Alf requesting donuts. I guess I didn't mention it because it it was pointless. Um, but there was a callback to it here, and it it seems that he likes jelly donuts. Do you guys like jelly donuts? Uh, no. They're fine. Is it? Does it have jelly inside of them or like on top of them? Inside. 
I, I never, I don't think I had those, like jelly, not at least in the American sense of uh, What's, jelly. Uh, next time you're in the U.S., get you a jelly donut. All right. Hey. I'll write that down so I, I <laughs> remember. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, um, Alpha's all alone. We have a series of scenes where not much is happening other than the cockroach sort of chasing Alf through the house um, and smashing doors and things. So he chases Alf all the way into the Alf, I mean, sorry, Willie and Kate's ensuite bathroom. Do you guys like that term that I just threw in there? Ensuite. Ensuite. Oh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of color. Thank you. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah. I could probably sell their house if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, Vantos, have you um, taken a trip to the Tanner house yet? Not yet. I really need to premeditate this this crime of breaking in and looking for elf treasures. So when you do, <laughs> just make sure you bring a live recording device of some kind. Do like oh, of a course. Live like a GoPro long... helmet? Yeah. GoPro helmet. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Also, it would kind of look like the intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I were two feet tall. You can, you can scoot around on your knees. Crouch down. Yep. That's the thing about um, being tall is like short people can't really pretend to be tall, but tall people can pretend to be short. Does that work though? How, how, how do you pretend? You just put the shoes on your knees. <laughs> you can just like close your eyes and pretend in your mind using imagination as a as a short person i can tell you i i cannot do that that's oh. beyond my abilities i guess you can Only use stilt sorry you can use a stilt but um a single stilt just one <laughs> or a pogo <laughs> stick that would be fun so Alf is attacked by the roach and mm -hmm. he really lucks out in so much as that he grabs some of Kate's perfume and sprays the roach with it. And we cut to the next scene and Billy gets home and the roach is dead. Dead. And the perfume actually has a kind of an atomizer bulb thing. Mm -hmm. Do you guys uh, remember these? Yeah, very old school. Yeah, I mm -hmm. don't think they make them anymore because they can just use like a little aerosol thing. I think they do that, but that's like really fancy. Yeah, I think it used that's to be... It's not your everyday perfume. I think it used to be standard. I remember my mom had some perfume with one of those. Mm -hmm. I also remember you like, used to like to go through your mother's things, Byron. <laughs> I would put a, a lot of it on when I was putting on all of her different clothes, just trying out the mm -hmm. different outfits. 
I yeah. I remember uh, I remember them in department stores too, like going through the the cosmetics right. counter. Yeah. There's like all these. It was fun to squeeze them, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's sort of con- confusing, you know. It created a lot of confusing feelings in me about who my <laughs> my identity. <laughs> um. So the Roach is dead. It's a um, shame, but it had to happen. He's dragged it out from the bathroom into the living room. I thought that was interesting. He's savage, Alf. Yeah. Bloodthirsty. I don't know if he would have done that. Did he Maybe follow it while it was dying and then he just, yeah. yeah. The Maybe. creature staggered out. Yeah. It's not a plot hole. He was, uh, he was willing to stuff it and put it in the living room. That's, that's true. On yeah, display. So maybe he did drag it for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a freaking spider that big. Not a spider. A <laughs> thing that big. Like, I almost would have been tempted to put it on display. Yeah, sure. You could, like, make a museum out of your own living room and get some cash. I, I was... I thought they were going to go another way with it when Elf was talking about stuffing, and I thought he was going to say he was going to eat it. Ah, right. Which, I mean, I think either of those jokes is fairly tepid, but what can you do? <laughs> it's it's um, the ultimate um, disrespect to your enemy. Yeah. Sort of like when um, Idi Amin ate one of his sons. Is that a good podcast anecdote? That's a, yeah. Yeah. Let's just let's just spend the rest of the podcast talking about all of the wonderful things that Idi Amin has done. Um, yeah. Well, there was that movie they made about him that somehow Last they decided Scotland. to make about like a white guy instead. About a white guy, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he he was a white guy who felt a lot of shame for his deeds. Right. But we still need a white guy as a point of entry for the movie. He's like he's intolerable. To not have a white guy there. Didn't for who? Someone won an Oscar for that. Was it Forrest Whitaker or was yeah, it think, James McAvoy? I think it was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He was at least nominated. Well, he, was, hmm. he was good in it, so. I'll Google it. Oh, yeah. Academy Award for Best Actor. Good job. Good job, man. Do you think he'll get one for Star Wars? Uh... Save the rebellion. Save the dream. Save the dream. <laughs> but it's moving. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Right. He's uh, apparently that character is a character from the um, what was the uh, animated Clone Wars series? So they say. But I have not seen this series for many years. I've watched some of it. Um, I actually used to watch it when I was working out. <laughs> nice. Is it like it's like the right length for a workout? Yeah, but then I stopped working out, so I haven't picked it up again. Damn. But I just bought actually. I just bought it. Uh, I bought a exercise bike, so maybe I'll. Uh, cool. Right. I'll do it. Do that again. Just. Get your Star Wars on. I need something to do, because otherwise it's just like hell, you know? Pornography. 
I mean, it's a different kind of workout, you know? Is there a, is it, I feel like there's a movie where there's a, a, a character who likes to watch old pornography while on an exercise bike. Um, I, I don't, I don't think I've seen I'm gonna, that. I'm going to investigate this. I don't think I've seen that. There was a, um, like a public ac- like access person. show yeah. about a guy that did paintings on a treadmill. Like, let's, let's work out and paint or something. That's pretty funny. Like a buff Bob Ross? No, he wasn't buff at all. He was in really bad shape, and he wore like a uh-huh. suit. But oh. he presented it as that he was like kind of oh. killing two birds with one stone, getting a workout, and also doing a nice painting. So, uh-huh. I mean, it was a little tongue in cheek, but it was very earnest delivery. I think he's on YouTube. Let's paint an exercise. I think that's what it was called. Searching uh, exercise bike deep throat has not um, not gotten me anywhere. <laughs> That's really surprising. All right, so we're we're in the home stretch here. LaRoche La is dead. We cut to a scene where the Tanners are getting home from a dump that doesn't mm-hmm. ask questions. Where they took the roach. I thought that was a pretty pretty funny line from Lynn. You guys disagree. I feel like, could, like, why wouldn't they just burn it in their backyard or something? It's too big. So I know, it. Katya. I know. In <laughs> Russia, there are constantly enormous fires burning in people's backyards, filled with black, acrid insect smoke. But here in America, that's a little more unusual. Causes that it causes a stir, it attracts Stay attention. Stay tuned. Anything yeah. can happen in 2017. But I feel like yeah, okay, maybe you don't want to attract attention, but like you just killed this cockroach, but you're not like, what if it, it has eggs inside of it or something? Yeah, they you know. Burned it. You're right. I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put it in the trailer. Put a top hole in over it and take it out to the woods and burn it. Yeah, they could take it to the woods. Where they got the Christmas tree in the way. Maybe it, it will start snowing again. But it will hmm. be cockroach ash. <laughs> that's a that's a touching thought. Mm-hmm. That after having given so much to the Tanner family, he would have one final gift. <laughs> Maybe that's how we should end our fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. I'll cut this part. <laughs> Um, so then in the last scene, Alf has brought a house plant from his ship after thoroughly, um, inspecting it for more roaches and it's a Venus flytrap from Venus. Whoa. <laughs> now... Yeah, that's not an obvious joke. Good job, guys. I think we would know if 
Venus was capable of sustaining life by this point. I mean, come on. I think we had photographs well, of the surface of Venus. Do you know that it it's Venus from this system? It's, it's not probably not solar system, oh, yeah. Venus. Yeah, you're right. Because for some reason, they recycle place names all over the galaxy. Yeah. Well, it's like St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Or it's a country York. Memphis, Tennessee. Indeed. Isn't there a Paris, Texas? Like there is. All, yeah. Basically, all of your names are stolen. Um, I mean, look who's talking. Canberra. Uh, Canberra. Aust. I mean, the whole country is just a elongated Austria, right? That's that's right. That's. It was very funny. One time at a at a um, meeting of world leaders, they had um, little caricature figures of the world leaders dressed in national garb, mm -hmm. and they had our then Prime Minister Julia Gillard dressed as an Austrian milkmaid. <laughs> and really? They had, yeah, they had to apologize and make a new figurine for her, and the new one was like in like a very severe black dress. <laughs> <laughs> our national garb. Is that really Apparently. the national garb? Oh yeah, I'm wearing a severe black dress right now. Sort of like um, Kristen Bale in that movie Equilibrium, that kind of outfit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like rip off cyberpunk Matrix. Do you know um, Gunkata? No. Okay. Can't curve the bullet. Oh, is that the wanted thing? I feel like that's a different thing, though, than Gunkata. We're missing, mixing our um, bad science fiction. <laughs> is this from that. Equilibrium? Or is it a different movie? I think that's from Wanted, isn't it? The bullet curve. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. But the but Gunkata is similar. Uh, I think you're right. They call it Gunfu. There's a whole wiki article on it. Gunfu, Gunfu wanted. Yeah, wanted is listed as uh, not the not the particular term, but it's it falls under the umbrella of gunfu. Interesting. This is very interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish Alf had used gunfu on the cockroach, but <laughs> like a bloodbath. So the Tanners, I thought, kind of overreacted to the Venus flytrap. Like they they were like. We're going to go back to the dump. Like, it's tiny. You don't need to take it back to the dump. They're like, I'm going to get the more perfume. And it was, it was silly. Like, it. Just, you know, they could just burn I mean, it. Like, this is, this is a serious problem for them, isn't it? Like, they've, they've spent this whole time, like, thinking, uh, like, it's self-evident. Oh, we want to keep the alien task force away from ALF. But... Surely the reason that such an agency would exist in the first place is to prevent, like, you know, catastrophes of this sort where, you know, basically like a monster is almost unleashed on, you know, the ecosystem of Earth. Yeah, the alien task force is really sort of cast as this, um, this sort of arbitrarily evil organization that just more or less just wants to torture aliens for fun, right? Well, that's um, that's a shame that that's how they choose to spend their their taxpayer uh, 
um, budget. I think this comes back to the concept of sort of the big government, um, big brother uh, sort of paranoia in the 80s as like, um, you know, when Reagan was like uh, starting yeah. to privatize everything and there's like this mm-hmm. sort of like uh, government, anti-government propaganda floating around. Am I just making this up? Is this like some kind of false history that I'm just making up, pulling out of my ass? That no, sounds right, though. I mean, X-Files, <clears throat> X-Files went to kind of explore that theme for a very long time, I guess. But they yeah. were good government agents. Well, they were, but, but the, rest of the rest of the government was this, like, this enormous, shadowy... <laughs> guy just... smoking a cigarette. Yeah. See, um, in my experience, like, you tend to vote for the government, and then it's just made up of people, really. Right. But there's also an element of it, which is um, that it's also an institution which can um, sort of balloon in size over time. And, yeah. And uh, this is, I think, the... Uh, the... The object of the paranoia. Yeah, and I, like the whole like um, Area Fifty One thing, like uh, mm-hmm. and the and the the whole um, all the alien objection stuff and the government cover, co- covering it up. It's almost like makes the the government itself into this sort of mythological creature, this sort of like yeah, um, like this demigod hovering over everything. So I think we're done. I'm watching right? Saints from Equilibrium now. Yeah, that's a good, goodish movie. I think. Is it? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I thought people said it was terrible, but I've never seen it. I had a friend that liked it, and recommended okay. it to me, and then I watched it, based on his recommendation, and I don't remember whether I liked it or not. All right. So any um. Closing thoughts on La Cucaracha? I have some. Um, I was uh, impressed with this episode because not only was it slightly different dynamics from our regular one and kind of mood, but also they went as far as break an actual door on the set. Yeah. Which, am I wrong in thinking that that was an homage to The Shining? No, I thought <laughs> it, the same it thing. It looked like it. Yeah, I picked up on that. I kind so of actually think it... Of can't say, here's Johnny. It probably wasn't, though. <laughs> I, I feel that's like... not his name. But I think if he they Rodney. had... Rodney. I think if they had wanted to make that reference, it would have been really on the nose. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But yeah. maybe, it was, yeah, maybe it was homage. But... Even though they they did that, they never actually show the cockroach itself. Yeah, they showed like, the antennae. Yeah, the or like legs. But like, oh, it would be so like I was waiting for that. I mean, it's cool that you don't see kind of the creature often in horror films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, but you still have to like glimpse it or, at least or something. Yeah, I'm sure they could have 
done like maybe not the full body but like part of its head or something like that i thought that was probably mostly for like budget reasons oh i'm sure i'm sure they didn't want to build a enormous animatronic cockroach a puppet i'm sure paul fusco would be really glad to to have another puppet on the set <laughs> but they did it was like a puppet antenna and stuff mm, no, that doesn't count it was so difficult to please Katya. i mean they, i think it was <laughs> flawlessly executed <laughs> my, myself all right i agree with you i thought this was the probably the actually the best episode of season one so far and there's only one additional episode in the season so this unless that's better i think this might be the best episode of season one it reminded me of you know how like in a lot of this type of show or like star trek there's like some big episodes and then some filler episodes this was like one of the big episodes this is like in Game of Thrones, like the Battle of Bastards. <laughs> the ninth episode. Yeah. Of the season. Yeah. Or what was the one? Um, Battle of Blackwater. Um, the, 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 so this is like Battle of Aliens. Yeah. Am I am I out on a limb here? Do you think you guys agree with me? No, oh, it lines up perfectly. Yeah. Thank you. Any other closing thoughts? Um, I have no closing thoughts on this episode, I guess, other than um, it's it's a it's a break from what we have seen thus far. It's it's very different. Perhaps promise of things to come in season two. Ooh. We have one more episode in season one. He's going to murder some more alien creatures because that sounds great. I don't know. I know he starts wearing a lot more clothes in season two. Weird. No thanks. Yeah. Uh, Fantos, any closing thoughts? Um, Having only seen a few episodes, this is definitely my favorite. Just for the props alone. I'm always looking at the props. They blew up a door. Yeah. I, I, I think that you should watch all of the previous episodes yeah i've been listening to them i've been going backwards which is probably not what i should do i should no, start I... from the beginning uh i don't know doesn't, doesn't really matter yeah they establish the characters really well each episode so yeah well maybe not brian this episode but still brian didn't he wasn't given a lot to do yeah he, he made willie sad because he reminded of him as dead brother okay well i think we should uh we should stop here i think we've really nailed this and anything further might contaminate that Mm -hmm. um sounds good the next episode is the 26th and it is called come fly with me and the premise is that Alf thinks he he's won in a publisher's sweepstakes. Oh, that's according to Tony P- Tapola of Finland. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Oh, 
Can't wait to tune in for that. And uh, our thanks, panel, for joining and contributing to this art, collaborating on this art project. Of course. Hey, anytime. And thanks, audience, for making it this far. Um, I'm sure that you've enjoyed this thoroughly. So you're welcome. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, until next time, may the ALF be with you. The famous last line <laughs> of the podcast. That's what we say <laughs> at the end of all the episodes. <laughs> ALF you later. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye.